What's up, friends? How are you? Welcome back to the Fresh Fruit Project. Oh, I'm so glad you're here. We have such a great episode today. This conversation is absolutely packed with so much goodness. I can't wait. You know, we're all about celebrating anything that's rooted in joy, peace, love, and fun at this show. And we're all about spotlighting people who are using their gifts, their talents, and experiences to make an impact in the world. And today's guest is definitely doing that. But first, real quick before we dive in, I wanted to remind you, if you haven't already, jump over and subscribe to and review the show because it helps other humans who may find value in these stories actually like find the show. Also, I always want to know what you think so that we can continue bringing you messages that you actually care about, right? So don't hesitate to drop any show or guest ideas, recommendations to drew at thefreshfruitproject.com or you can track me down on all the socials at The Fresh Fruit Project. Okay, so let's do this. You ready? Today we're talking about a couple of things that, well, okay, a bunch of things that we really don't spend enough time understanding for ourselves and for others. So today I am excited to have someone with me who is an expert in these areas. Her name is Crystal War. Crystal is a wife, a mom, and she helps oversee local children's and women's ministry for one of the largest churches in the country, which is Church of the Highlands, and it's based out of Birmingham, Alabama. So today we are chatting about the importance of self-awareness and the secrets to shutting down comparison, that whole comparison game that we play with ourselves, and how we can use our gifts in a way that leads to growth. So we've got a lot going on today, and I, I just I can't wait to dive in. So Crystal, my friend, how are you? Thank you so much for being here today. I am so good. This is so exciting. Just two friends sitting down chatting and we'll, we'll try to keep it to less than three hours. You know, our <laughs> typical conversations just go on and on. So we don't need a three hour podcast out there. But, um, oh my gosh. Um, thank you for that intro. Wow. You know, expert. I don't know that I would consider myself an expert in anything, but that was, that was very generous of you oh, to God. throw that out there. <laughs> you are a wealth of knowledge in so many areas you know, just, just glad that you're here and that you're willing to share your heart with us today. One, one thing that, that you and I have, have spent a lot of time kind of talking about recently and, and full disclosure, Church of the Highlands is our family church. So this is how Crystal and I have crossed paths, but also this is really funny, um, how things kind of come full circle. Crystal and I actually grew up together, knew each other as kids and I actually used to drive her to school in high school because I was just a wee bit older than her and we would have the best dance parties every single morning. You would keep me laughing every <laughs> yes. single morning. We should just do that like for old old time's sake. Yes. I'm just going to come pick you up at your house. Just like mid-morning dance party while the kids are at school. <laughs> drive around it. in the car. Just drive around in the car. You know, life took us in different directions. And then, you know, we found this um, church when we came back to Columbus and I roll in with my circus and you know goldfish crackers flying everywhere kids hanging off the strollers and there's crystal she's like what are you doing hi and <laughs> i'm like you're back you're in town and you've got seven thousand children <laughs> everywhere so you see it all a conversation that uh that we've been having lately and i was like we've got to like actually like really do this like in, in an episode um it's it's self-awareness 
and knowing uh, who God created us to be and how that allows us to live a life led with community over competition, the self-awareness. Because um, I feel like as kids, we're kind of, you know, we're celebrated for who we are. And then all of a sudden it just kind of tapers off. You know, it's probably more of a gradual thing, not that you could look back and put your finger on it. But as we grow, mm-hmm. you know, the world's telling us who we should be and well-meaning people, you know, have their opinions. And I think for me, you know, I, I looked back and I thought, oh my goodness, like I'm striving to do all these things. And, you know, the world says, you know, get the career and the marriage and the family and and do all those things. And so it, for a long time, it was more so like just, um, driven out of like what I should do, you know, um, which is like rules based. Mm -hmm. And so like, I look back and I'm like, I did what I thought I should do, but I, I still feel very unfulfilled. I still feel like, you know, um, like, so I was a dental hygienist for a long time, which is a great, fantastic career. But I, I look back and I was like, wow, like when I went into college to find out what I wanted to do for the rest of my life, did I even stop and ask God, like, God, grant me the desires of my heart, you know? So like what sounded good, what looked good on paper, what necessarily, what filled my soul and, and was just like so hungry for like this passionate life. Like I'm passionate by nature. And so mm-hmm. just wanting God to fill me with, you know, his things. Um, I look back and I was like, I think there's more, I know that there's more. And yep. so spending time with him, he began to unravel these things and, and put these desires in me that until I started pursuing them, I could not like have a settle in my soul. I feel that so much. And I think that that is so true for so many of us. And we are so blessed to live in a time where we have access capabilities that like our mothers and our grandmothers could have never imagined, Right. you know, and just being able to understand that when we weren't necessarily taught that growing up because i think our generation kind of came through at at an interesting time where the the world was changing so fast like i remember uh when the internet was like introduced it was (laughs) so loud it was so loud (laughs) the dollar (laughs) but talking about the self-awareness conversation you know that can that manifests in a lot of different ways but on one hand we're always evolving Mm -hmm. yeah right right I think what you're called to do in one season may not be what you're called to do in the next because we are Mm -hmm. always evolving. And when we look out, you know, as like a checklist type thing, which I feel like in those high school years, I don't know if it was just me or if that's just like, but you know, you know, it's like, okay, check the box, like find out what you want to be, like check the box, graduate, check the box, apply to nurse colleges. Yeah, you know, and so lists are great. Like I love a good to-do list and checking those off. But when we live life that way, Mm -hmm. we forget to truly like thrive. Mm. And so you can't just look at, at what you're going to do next as a a check on the box. You have to really search your heart and and through prayer, know Mm. that um, you might be called to something for one season and that may change and and just be okay with that. Absolutely. I was reading an article recently, interview with Joanna Gaines, 
No big deal. Bought a network. And she said, you know, it's funny, things are coming full circle now um, because she originally went to New York to do an internship at a college when she thought that she was going into TV broadcasting. And she found them, she figured out that she was really loving home decor, came back home from the internship in New York and was like, oh, I'm not going after this TV broadcasting thing. Um, I think this is really where I'm supposed to be. And she said, you know, I had some guilt over changing direction because I felt like I had wasted so many years. Yeah. Yeah. And she said, but it just felt like something I had to do. She let herself pursue that, obviously. Now we see what that grew into. But now she's back in TV broadcasting, essentially. And she said, that's something that I've learned that this, you know, latest project has just shown me is that God wastes nothing. Um, Because I I feel that all the time. I'm like, I know there's more in me. I know there's more. Um, There's the more that is your calling that's going to unfold over time. And then there's the more that's kind of the that's kind of the marathon. But then there's the more that's the sprint of my calendar has to be full and I've got to be busy and going doing all the things and the kids have to be doing all the things and otherwise they're not going to get into the Ivy League school and have the career that they're going to want to change anyway. (laughs) (laughs) It's like Christine Kane says, and it's, you know, busy is not a badge of honor. Right. Like you said, it's, it's in search of that full, wholehearted life. Yeah. Thank you, Brene Brown, for giving us that word. I love some Brene Brown. Oh, you know, and on. I think I'm I'm a very like um, driven person. Like I'm a pusher. And mm, a couple mm. of years ago, I feel like I just went through this whole like awakening. I just really like began to see God as the sweet, sweet father and just have a deepening relationship with him and just came upon Brene Brown and her work. Like that's life changing. And so I remember seeing a friend from high school and he was like, you know, you've always been a hustler. He was like, but now you're on this like soul hustle instead yeah. of like this striving for, you know, more in what society tells us. Yeah. It's more feeling, you know, yep. Yep. it's so funny, like to even think about like, just as this progression has come, I'm like, my goodness, I, I was never like this touchy feely emotional person, mm-hmm. but like yeah. now I'm all about it. I want like this, this healthy soul, this, this freedom, you know, and yeah. Yeah. Like once you get there, we want more, right? We, we always want more freedom. Not that we'll be fully free on this side of eternity, but there's just this like, God, I want, I want whatever you've got for me. And if it's anything that's weighing me down, like mm-hmm. I don't want it because mm-hmm. I, I want this free, abundant life. Take it out. And we can all have it. It's not that I've arrived here out of um, just pure goodness or anything like that. It's right. literally just, <laughs> I promise you, that's not it. It's just leaning into God and, and who he says I am and, and what he yeah. says I should do and, and being okay with like, not knowing what the next chapter is. I still don't Ooh. know fully how, how this thing's going to walk out. I'm just enjoying it in mm. the meantime. Come on with it. I, I think once we realize exactly that, uh, then that is when we start to free ourselves to be able to have that open life. Um, I remember coming across this this um, scripture in a devotional a few years ago because we was, it was around the time we were getting ready to leave Savannah and we had two little ones. And like you said, I just, I wanted the blueprint. I wanted answers. I wanted everything mm-hmm. right then. And it felt so hard because I didn't have it. And, you know, we were 
with two little ones living away from from family and it was just JD and me the you know trying to make it all work together and and everything just felt hard and I remember just thinking to myself I was like god when does it get easy like <laughs> where's my easy button right <laughs> like and and it was uh like I said I'm, I'm reading a devotional one morning and it was specifically talking about if it's always easy all the time what are you learning how are you growing how are you you know stepping into that you know we're forged in the fire right Right. and we don't like it in the moment but when you come on the other side of it and you are just a whole other version like a this newly formed you know resilient like you said your 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 heart is just reshaped in a way that you see the world what are some things that we can do to develop this self-awareness in ourselves again in our children to let them have that um well the first thing i think that we all have to fully accept who god is to us you know and i know we have some listeners that maybe like they don't share those beliefs but i'm going to share what my beliefs are but we have to be able to accept his grace to us that he sees us Mm. as worthy (laughs) and as called and just um, as his children, because mm. that's the first thing. If you're, if you don't even believe that you are deserving of this abundant life that he has for us, why in yep. the world would you go after it? So you mm. have to that's seek good. what his word says about who we are in him and what he has in store for us. Um, so that would be number one. And then number mm-hmm. two, get you some good people around you. It doesn't have to be a large group, mm-hmm. but you need a handful of people that are willing to get close to you and, and help. Sometimes like you need to be able to smell your own stink, you know, like, <laughs> have you ever, you know, like we're Southern girls, right? Have you ever walked into a house and like somebody oh. cooking collards or something? And, oh my goodness. <laughs> but like, if you're the one around it, you don't smell it. Right. Absolutely. And and not just, not out of, you know, to just call you out or be mean, but there's truth and grace. Like, Hey sister, like there's some things like that are weighing you down. Let's work on this together. Not a judgment. I'm willing to get in it with you. I'm willing to tell you that this is what I see. I'm willing to tell you that like, I don't think that this is who God created you to be. You know, it's not just an attack of character. It's like, this is something that you're doing, or this is something that, you know, you're, you're putting off that I I don't believe that God like created you to to walk in. Mm, That's so good. And sometimes that might even be, you know, a professional counselor. I'm all for seeing a counselor and and helping shed weight that way and, and work through emotions so that, because we can get these things in our mind and they may feel true. Um, Mm -hmm. Walking through certain things, walking through, like we're, none of us are immune to, you know, hurt and heartache. And so Mm -hmm. we can begin to just have hard hearts or whatever. And, and they feel true to us until we open up to someone and let them look at it and help us process, process through that. Oh, that is so good. I'm so, so glad you said, well, I mean, all of that is, is so good. Um, having the friends that can kind of put the mirror in front of you and vice versa, you know, that goes both ways. Um, but you know, opening up your heart to that and being willing to say, Hey, I don't have it all figured out. I'm not perfect, but I want to, again, it goes back to stepping into that, that wholehearted living. That's so great. But the counseling thing, um, is so key. And I am mid thirties. 
you know, my parents divorced when I was a kid. We went through some stuff. I just allowed myself to go to counseling for the first time um, within the last couple months. Yeah. And a lot of that was, you know, you sharing your experience with me. Um, I had so many layers of feelings about going to counseling. I used to think that, oh, that's just for folks who have been through a traumatic event. Um, but I so understand now that it doesn't matter if you've lived in, you know, on a lily pad your whole life and had everything handed to you. We're still human beings. Yeah, um, if you've never bumped up, yeah, if you've never bumped up against anything difficult, which by the way, chances are highly unlikely. Right. Because, <laughs> Maybe yeah. more than counseling if that's, <laughs> if that's your outlook. <laughs> right. Like, that <laughs> is not, that's not life. I believe we're, we're given struggles, we're allowed struggles because it helps us obviously grow like we talked about, but it helps us help each other heal, yeah. you know. Yeah. Again, if you if you never consider that you've been through any kind of a traumatic event, okay, fine. You're still a human being. Our minds are so insanely complex. Yeah. Like we emotions, like that's part of what separates us from the animals and the trees, guys. Like mm. being able like you said to, you know, sit with a professional who understands the science and the chemistry behind how we're made. Yeah. and can talk you through like, okay, you know, you've struggled with this, you know, perfectionism, this, this self-doubt you're holding back on, you know, you wanted to start this business for six years and you haven't actually done it. Let's talk about that. <laughs> you right. know? Um, and so for a long time, I think I was afraid of what I might find. Yeah. Um, There's some unpacking. It, yeah, <laughs> it is. It's work. It's yeah. work. It's to me, it's just like going to the gym. I personally believe, you know, we have a physical checkup every year. You know, you go to see your doctor, you know, for your physical exam. I feel like in tandem with that, there needs to be the exact same type of process, you know, of a, a visit for your emotional state as well, That's particularly yeah. after the last two years. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we all need a little unpacking. <laughs> yes, exactly. Oh, that's so good. Like you've told me, it's an investment in yourself. Um, it's a gift to yourself. And I think it's a gift to the other humans that have to put up with you and <laughs> get Amen to put up to with that. you. Yes. We established earlier, we have four kids in our house. You have one in yours. <laughs> Trying to understand who they are. You know, you mentioned earlier not having all the answers and to be okay with not having all the answers for our children. Yes. Um, by oh. nature, we want to help them find answers and we want to help them, you know, navigate things. But there's just a settling in our soul when we're okay saying like, mm -hmm. I don't have all these answers for you and I don't even have mm -hmm. it all figured out myself, but I'm willing mm -hmm. to help you understand yourself better and understand your own purpose and calling better, which is not going to be like mine. It's no. you know, rarely ever the same and so yeah. but just having that kind of like graceful confidence with our kids to watch them figure things out and sometimes even fail because it's in our failures oh. that a lot of our character is forged and yep. you know these great things come out of that and I, I just think that we are so wired to want to watch them like you know it's like riding a bike we don't want to see them tip over yeah but it's <laughs> going to happen in life yeah. And like with us doing that work and, and putting that in, we're able to watch them walk, not perfectly, but still know that like there's purpose in it all.
right. how it to get back to up. It yes, exactly. Happen. The sooner the better. We, um, you know, our oldest, uh, Elizabeth, uh, a.k.a. Lilibet, we have a lot of aliases around here. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, we have this tradition every night around the dinner table. We talk about, you know, how'd you show kindness today? What made you laugh today? You know, did you make somebody else laugh? Those kinds of things. Um, but we always ask, what did you fail at today? What did you try that didn't go well? And to understand that that's part of the iteration process of just life. And I don't know, I don't know where we got the idea that the failure shouldn't be a part of it. Um, so, you know, get yourself some, some friends that can speak truth into your life, invest in some counseling services. I'll tell you, we've looked into, um, and worked with a little bit, um, betterhelp.com. This is not an ad for, for better help, <laughs> but it's really cool. Cause I will tell you right now, um, this, this should tell us something. Our counselors, um, they are overloaded right now. Yeah. Not taking new patients. Not taking new patients. Yeah. yeah, dude. I mean, job security for, right. <laughs> but if, you know, this is something that, you know, if you're listening to this and, you know, you say, okay, maybe I'm ready to, to give myself that gift. And then you reach out to someone locally and you can't find anybody. Um, that's frustrating. Um, but, but better help is really cool. It's, it's a website. Um, it is so user-friendly. I can't even tell you. So all of that being said, again, you know, in, in, in your world, what are some of the universal truths that you're seeing that women in particular are struggling with? The biggest thing that I see women struggle with is comparison. We compare mm -hmm. ourselves to each other. We compare our kids to other people's kids, our, our bodies, our wardrobes, our homes. Mm -hmm. like, it's just endless. The second thing that I see is worth. Like, yes. um, one of my just gifts is in encouragement. And so like <laughs> encouraging women and, you know, I'll, I'll speak something to them and, and they're like, wow, like I didn't think that I was able or worthy or whatever. And I'm like, no, like you have to know your worth, not yes. in a prideful or conceited way. Like right. we have to be, you know, we have to be humble. Right. But like, you have to know your worth and mm -hmm. just continue to seek out, um, being around people that are going to call that out in you, mm -hmm. you know, like we live in a mean girl culture, mm -hmm. right? Just they're hurt. And so they, they lash right. out or whatever. Hurt they don't people, have to hurt see. people. Yeah. And so yeah. definitely comparison and knowing their own worth. But I will say women, I almost see this go hand in hand, like women who are like, no matter what they've walked through that are willing to be vulnerable and like welcome God and welcome good friends, solid friends into these spaces. I see them living out these abundant lives, no matter what they've walked through when they are willing to open up and walk those things out and like, not just stuff them down. I see them living these really, really sweet, mm. abundant lives. Mm -hmm. That's a thing. Emotional yeah. stuffing. Yeah. Our first emotion and easiest emotion is typically anger. I spent a, a good portion of my life being pretty anger, angry mm -hmm. about things. Mm -hmm. And so for me, if I'm really anxious about something, it will look like I'm angry. I'm short tempered. Mm. I'm, I'm quick to spout out. Yeah. So I need to say like, okay, step back and say like, why am I feeling this way? Like, what's the root of this emotion? Because yes. this anger is coming out, but that's not like, I'm not, that's not me to be angry. Like, that's not me. It's not even the yeah. basis of what this is. So having Brene Brown's great about having 
that emotional literacy to be able to put our finger on the root of why we're feeling the way that we're feeling. Oh yeah. Has in her latest book, she talks about how it's, it's about that exactly. You know, she does all this field research and she said, I had this, you know, huge group of folks that I polled adults and I gave them a piece of paper and said, write down every emotion that you can identify. The average number was like seven or eight. Yeah. Like at the most. And, and the list is like, so long. Oh, there are hundreds. <clears throat> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there are hundreds. And I know like in, in scripture, there are, I think, 144 that like we know of that are listed at least. Like it's being able to identify, okay, why? It's coming out as this. Can I pause for a second? And sometimes you don't, you don't have time in the moment. Um, that was yeah, something that I realized. You, you have, you know, a two-year-old in, <laughs> in the target and you can't, you don't have time to sit and pray. Now, why is this manifesting yeah. this way? I can't. <laughs> you just have to, you know, gather your composure as much as you can to, uh, you know, get through the rest of that visit and into the car. We're not... So, but um, being aware of feelings, I think, and one of the things yeah. that I love, I love that Pastor Chris says, decisions lead, feelings follow. So we've got all these feelings, right? We've got this whole yeah. list of emotions and feelings, but our decisions have to lead, like in Target, for example, you know, you have to decide not to like bend down to your two-year-old and say like, I will cut you if you don't <laughs> stop this. So <laughs> you decide not to say that and not let your emotions and your feelings, you know, get ahead of you. That's exactly right. Uh, being able to make the decision because, uh, you know, we, I, I feel like in, in the culture that we're in right now, it's becoming more and more emotion and feeling driven. Yes, you need to acknowledge it, like you just said, but if we are riding the wave of every emotion that we feel at any given day of, of any moment of any day, I mean, we're going to be on a wild roller coaster. Right, right. You know? You'll never get anything finished. You'll never get right. through a day. You know, you just yeah. follow yeah. whatever comes up and that's not how we're meant to spend our life either. Yeah, I think that's, I think that's, that's so true. That's so great. You mentioned a second ago, one of your gifts um, is encouragement. And that is, first of all, such a beautiful gift to have. We all need encouragement. Second of all, it's beautiful that you are aware of that, mm. that that's a gift of yours. And that is something that I think we don't understand and value enough too. It goes hand in hand with the self-awareness. Nothing like hurts my heart more than to hear somebody say, oh, I don't have any, I'm not talented. I'm not good at anything. Yeah. Oh my gosh, friend, come yeah. on. That's so not true. Who told right. you that? Who told you yeah. that? I firmly believe that. I believe we're all creative. We all are here with a mission and a purpose. So um, can you just kind of speak a little bit on just the value that you see in recognizing your giftedness in yourself? So we're all called to make a difference that, you know, I think, you know, science tells us that mm -hmm. it's in the Bible. We are called to make a difference. And so, but to find out how we make a difference, how we're wired to make a difference is so important because the way that you make a difference is not going to be the way that I make a difference. Yep. Um, it's like as unique as your thumbprint, I think. Yeah, yeah. You know, practically, we part of what we call our growth track. And so once you come, you learn about the church. Like, what is this organization about? What am I 
coming to and like, do I believe what they believe? So you learn about the church. And then the second step is, and this is, I always tell people, this is my favorite step. You learn about yourself. You take Mm -hmm. assessments and you learn Mm -hmm. and things that I, I didn't even realize could be considered as like spiritual, maybe, you know, like the gift of hospitality. That's a Mm -hmm. real thing. Making people feel welcome. That is a real thing. Yeah. Leadership. Well, I just thought I was bossy. Like that's an actual <laughs> gift. Because that's what you were told. She's bossy. She has executive leadership skills. Thank you, Cheryl you know, Sandberg, so- <laughs> for flipping the script on that. But yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And so, and then you can go and read, like, I love um, the way that the message version words it, but you can read in First Corinthians 12, it talks about spiritual gifts. Romans 12, it talks about our grace gifts. And then Ephesians 4, um, gifts for works of service. And so there's different types of gifts. And I think people can just go and read those on their own. Like I said, I love to read them in the message version. It's just more practical and it settles in my mind easier. But Mm -hmm. I think, you know, whether it's reading through those and saying like, oh, wow, like I actually am geared that way or taking an assessment. There's plenty of assessments online, even personality types. So like the way our personalities are all different, the way that we process and receive information is different. And so knowing how you're wired in that way, you know, um, and then for any of you married people, huge, huge factor is knowing how your spouse is wired. Because Mm -hmm. I can tell you, like, God is real funny. My husband and I could not be more different. (laughs) And so instead of being frustrated at him for like, why do you think through this problem? Or like, (laughs) why do you see it this way? Like, thank God it's a gift. So now I, instead of like trying to change him and make him think like me, I go to him and I'm like, okay, how do you see this? Because I know it's not how I see it. And like, after we talk it out, I'm like, oh, thank God that we are so different because like your insight is just, it's great. It helps me. It makes me better. Compliments yours. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's so, so true. I love that. You can use these things to serve, you know, in our organization and these are places you can plug in and i think that's such a useful model for any organization people want to be seen and heard yes and most people do want to serve they want to that i think that's like ultimate joy and fulfillment is is serving others you that's know? making a difference yeah i didn't yeah. i didn't get to step three because i got off on a tangent that's the third step <laughs> that's the third step of the process Once you... <laughs> you're right yeah we got there and so um that you know just finding out how how you're made to serve and you may not even realize that there are opportunities to serve in your giftings and so looking through and seeing that like wow, you know, I didn't realize that brewing coffee could be so spiritual, but Mm. you know, we've got people that just, they're so filled by getting there early and making sure that coffee is brewed or that, that areas are set up, right? Like I oversee our kids area. There are a lot of people that are like, I don't know if I want to serve in kids, but they love getting up early and helping set those spaces up. They are filled by that and they're making a difference by it, you know? Absolutely. Um, and, and there are hundreds and thousands of ways that you could serve and make a difference out in communities or in your church locally. But, yeah. you know, finding out how you're wired would be the first key. And then yeah. getting getting around people, getting around organizations that help you walk that out. And if you try one serve and it's not maybe what fills you, then try another until you right. get there because making a difference is what it's all about. There's something for you. Um, yeah. And so like a gift, that's like a little bit different from a talent. We all have both talents and gifts, you know, your physical and then your spiritual. And then, you know, there's no accident how they're poured into us. Right. Um, and they go hand in hand. 
the way that I see it is like our spiritual giftings. That's, that's who we are, right? It's how Mm -hmm. we're wired. It's how Mm -hmm. we're made up. And then as far as talents, these are things that we do. It's more so like who we are versus what we do. Um, And to me, a great example of it is like a professional athlete, you know, like who they are, we are all called, like I said, to make a difference, to to put goodness in the world. I believe, you know, when Jesus was here, he talked about how like we are called to like spread his love to others. And so we're all called to do that. But somebody who's got this great talent, say a professional athlete, they use that platform to spread the goodness Mm -hmm. um, and to do good things, you know, to make a difference, not just through like, you know, generosity, but right. Like they have this huge audience. They have this captive audience that are listening because that talent could change, you know, as they age, as, Mm -hmm. you know, contracts Mm -hmm. end or whatever. And so if they just base all that they are in their talent, well, then Mm -hmm. that's probably going to set them up for failure, at, at least at some mm-hmm. point down the road. Mm-hmm. But if they're still just so secure in their gifting that even when the talent changes and the season changes, that when that calling changes, they still have purpose mm-hmm. that they're walking out, even that may look a little different. Uh, that's so good. And like you said, it evolves with you. It goes back to that nothing is wasted yeah. conversation. It's almost to me, it almost kind of feels like a little bit of a scavenger hunt that like God kind of has with us, like, okay, you know, you, you take this step, you know, I've called you to this thing and, and you, you know, follow and, and then I'm going to lead you over here to this other thing. And this yeah. is going to lead to something else that's, that's been in you. You right. didn't know it. You're right. just, you're finding it, that that circles back to that wholehearted living that you're talking about always next steps. I think Mm -hmm. I even, I still pray over my grandmothers. They're probably like, just let me be. But I'm like, (laughs) you know, there's always a next step. There's so much in us. And I I have to sometimes just even pause because I can almost be like a bully to people. I'm like, but I, I see it. I see it in you. I wish you could see it. I wish you could know that like God has so much for you. Yes. And so, and then when you take that next step and he's like, all right, like, don't get too comfortable. It's time for our next yeah. step. And he loves us that much. Like that is exciting to me. It's not scary. Yeah. Um, it keeps me leaned into him yep. because all of, all of these things that he's called me to do, Lord knows I couldn't do them in my own will, nor did I, nor did I want to, like, I don't, right. I don't need to lead people back to me. That's heavy. So mm-hmm. whatever limitations you may have, like, and I think you're a perfect example. Like, I'm so proud of you for pushing forward and, and God uh-huh. put this on your heart and you have every excuse in the world not to start a podcast, you know, with, with littles <laughs> running around and just the season of life. But like, you're going after what God has put in you, because I think that if you didn't, there would be this unsettledness, you know, oh, it's gosh, not easy, yeah. right? It's not easy, but it's worth it. Right. That's, it will require work but it will feel right. Um, And that doesn't mean that you're not going to doubt yourself and have, you know, some resistance within yourself along the way. Um, But I would just encourage anyone who's, who's listening to this to, you touched on this in the very beginning, the thoughts that we tell ourselves matter so much and you don't have to believe everything that you hear if it is yeah a word that is not encouraging if it's not 
a thought that comes from a place of love or a place of making you better. Right. That is not from your creator. That's right. You know, and you need to shut that down, change mm -hmm. that channel, interrupt that thought, you know? Yes. Um, because that was, that's definitely something that I lived under for years. And I still, even though I know now the truth, um, I will still have those thoughts that come in my head. What's wrong with you? Oh, how could you have messed that up? Like, you know, you can't do anything. Who, who do you think you are You know, yeah. picking up a camera and starting a photography business? You didn't major in photography. Like, yeah. no, 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 no. Oh, yeah. um, you'll know it's God because he's inviting you out of your comfort zone. Um, but in a way that is encouraging. That's right. All right. So the, the spiritual gift assessment like you said, um, we know we have like Enneagram, Myers-Briggs. There's a newer one out there. I don't know if you're familiar with it. It's, it's called um, Sparktypes, kind of like the Enneagram. It's by Jonathan Fields. He's he's an interesting dude. You can Google that one. You can look it up. It's another, you know, understanding yourself. Yeah. But then the spiritual gifting assessments, you said those exist online as well. Yeah. Um, you don't have to be affiliated with an organization to do right. that too. Right. Um, I love those things. I, I don't think mm -hmm. that, you know, we're also different. Like you talked about our thumbprints. We're also unique and never should you take one of those tests and let it box you in, but they're fantastic tools. Tools. There you go. Tools yeah. for the toolbox. We're all about some tools yes. for the toolbox. Oh man. Friend, thank you so much. This has been the most fun. Um, last question. What does true joy mean to you? Mm. It is found no matter what the circumstances are. I've, you know, mm. walked through hard times. I've walked through beautiful times and everything in between. But joy is something that does not change based on the circumstances around me. Mm. That is so good. Thank, Thank you, you for being here today. Thank you for, so you for sharing your heart. Oh, my gosh. You're so kind. Well, you know, like I'm, I'm so proud of you and who you are and the impact in women's lives that you are making. And I mean, you're, you're just getting started. You're just getting started. Oh, I love it so much. Thank you again for your time. And uh, tell us, where can we find you? Yeah. Um, I'm on Instagram, Crystal War, and then Facebook, Crystal War on Facebook. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Well, this has been a blast, friend. I look forward to chatting with you again soon. Okay, tell me how much did you love Crystal? This is what it looks like to be her friend, like every day. Every conversation I have with her, it's just like this. She is so wise and so sincere in how she just pours into people. It, it's, it's amazing. I really hope that this conversation encouraged you. Maybe you had a light bulb moment or two, and I hope it made you laugh because Crystal's laugh is absolutely infectious. I love it so much. But above everything else, I hope that you found some freedom here. And if not for you, then probably for someone that you know. So be sure to share this episode with anyone who may find value in it. And if you did enjoy the episode, be sure to subscribe, rate, and review the show wherever you're listening, because it really does mean so much for those who could find value here too. And come hang out with the Fresh Fruit community on all the social channels at The Fresh Fruit Project. Thank you so much for listening. I love you, friends, and I can't wait to chat with you again soon.